Section 3 of Dear Mabel by Edward Streeter. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Dear Mabel by Edward Streeter. Section 3. Dear Mabel, I haven't wrote for some time because I've been made an officer, a corporal. I admit I deserved it. I didn't apply for it or nothing, though. They just come and told me. Being corporal means I don't have nothing more to do with details, and at the same time I got more details than ever. That's the sort of joke that us military men understand. You couldn't get it, probably, Mabel. It's technical. Yesterday, being Sunday, me and a couple of other officers borrowed a couple of mules from the stable sergeant and went for a ride. We saw a cabin that they said was a moonshiner's hut, but it was broad daylight, so you couldn't tell, of course. It's still cold. I wish they'd hurry up and issue those gas masks. They'd come in handy these cold nights. The sergeant told me that I was going to do interior guard tonight. I guess I'm lucky to get indoor work this weather. You never saw such a place for rumors. These are army rumors. They haven't got nothing to do with the kind your mother used to take in. We hear that we're going next week and that we're not going at all, but we're going to be used to guard the Chicago stockyards. Then we hear that all the mounted men are going to be dismounted and all the dismounted men are going to be mounted, and that the rest of us are going to be made cooks and we hear that all non-coms are going to be abolished. It's awful hard to tell what is going on. I got your Thanksgiving box two days ago. It was only ten days late. I guess the post office must have made some mistake. Things is usually later than that. It was in good shape except that the insides had been squoze out of the mince pie and somebody'd set a trunk on the turkey. Of course I divided it up with my squad. Big-hearted. That's me all over. I'm awful popular with my men. They often say they wish I'd be made a major or something. My men ate up all the stuff. All I saved for myself was the white meat and half a mince pie. It certainly tastes good in the field. Of course, we ain't in nobody's field. That's a military expression. I can't explain it. I got to quit now and post a guard. At the same time, I'll post this letter to you. That's a joke, Mabel. I'm sorry this letter can't be longer, but as a man rises in the army, he gets less and less time to himself. Olive oil. Yours faithlessly, Bill. Moncherry Mabel. That's the way the French begin their love letters. It's perfectly proper. I would have wrote you sooner, but me and my fountain pen's been froze for a week. Washington will never know how lucky he was that he got assigned to Valley Forge instead of here. It got us out of drill for a couple of days. That's something. I guess I'd rather freeze than drill. It's awful when they make you do both, though. Two of my men has gone home on furloughs. Me being corporal, I took all their blankets. The men didn't like it, but I got a squad of men to look out for, and my first duty is to keep fit. Duty first. That's me all over. I got so many blankets now that I gotta put a bookmark in the place I get it in at night or I'd never find it again. We spend most of our time trying to find something to burn up in the Sibley stoves. A Sibley stove, Mabel, is a piece of stovepipe built like the leg of a sailor's trousers. Old man Sibley must have had a fine mind to think it out all by himself. They say he got a patent on it. I guess that must have been a slack winter in Washington. The government gives us our wood, but I guess that the man who decided how much it was going to give us had an office in the Sandwich Islands. I says the other day that if they dip our allowance in phosphorus, we'd at least have matches, eh, Mabel? I'm the same old Bill, Mabel. Cracking jokes and keeping everybody laughing when things is blackest. I was scouting round for wood today and burned up those military hairbrushes your mother gave me when we came away. 
I told her they'd come in mighty handy some day. They say a fellow tried to take a shower the other day. Before he could get out, it froze round him. Like that fellow in the Bible who turned into a pillow of salt. They had to break the whole thing off in the pipe with him inside it and stand it in front of the stove. When it melted, he finished his shower and said he felt fine. That's how hard we're getting, Mabel. I bought a book on minor tactics the other day. That's not about underage tacks that live on ticks, as you might suppose, Mabel. It's the science of moving bodies of men from one place to another. I thought it might tell of some way of getting a squad out of bed in the morning, but it doesn't. All the important stuff like that is camouflage so the Germans won't get onto it. Camouflage is not a new kind of cheese, Mabel. It's a military term. Camouflage is French for a cauliflower, which is a disguised cabbage. It is the same thing as putting powder on your face instead of washing it. You deceive the Germans with it. For instance, you paint a horse black and white stripes and a German comes along. He thinks it's a picket fence and goes right by. Or you paint yourself like a tree and the Germans come and drink beer around you and tell military secrets. Well, I guess it's time to say Merry Christmas now, Mabel. I guess it won't be a very Merry Christmas without me there, eh? Cheer up in case I'm going to think of you whenever I get time all day long. I'm pretty busy nowadays. I got to watch the men work. It keeps a fellow on the jump all the time. I like it, though, Mabel. That's me all over, isn't it? Don't send me nothing for Christmas, Mabel. I bought something for you, but I'm not going to tell you because it's a surprise. All that I can say is that it cost me $4.87, which is more than I could afford. And it's worth a lot more. But you know how I am with money. A spendthrift. So don't send me anything, please, although I need an electric flashlight, some cigarettes, candy, and one of them socks that you wear on your head. I'll spend my last cent on anyone I like, but I don't want to be under no obligations. Independent. That's me all over. You might read this part to your mother. I don't want nothing from her, either. Write as soon as plain, Mabel, because I don't get much chance to study. Yours till the south is warm. Bill. Your mother's present cost me three dollars and seventy-seven cents. Jolly damn. Don't get that confused with Tinker's Dam, Mabel. Tinker's Dam is technical, and ain't even French. I wish you knew more about these foreign languages. I always heard a fellow could express himself better in French than anything else. That's because nobody can understand him and he can say anything he wants. The Christmas holidays is over. I spent mine doing kitchen police. The only thing what peeled for me Christmas morning was potatoes and the only thing what run out was dishcloths. But I guess you ain't familiar enough with the poets to get that, Mabel. It shows that I can be funny and bright, though, even under adversary conditions. Kitchen police don't explain what I do very well. I don't walk a beat or carry a club or arrest nobody or nothing. I just... Well, I wish that hired girl of yours could come down and do kitchen police for a couple of days. She wouldn't be quitting as regular as she does. We celebrated Christmas by sleeping till a quarter to seven instead of half past six. Only they forgot to tell the fellow what blows the horn and he blew it at half past six anyway. Imagine if anybody home had told me I could sleep till a quarter of seven Christmas morning. I guess you know what I'd have told him, eh, Mabel? There's a fellow in town what says he'll send flowers anywhere you want by telegraph. I was going to send you some for Christmas morning, then I figured it was a silly idea. In the first place, they'd get smashed on the way. And then, you can't get enough flowers in one of them little envelopes to make one good smell. Nothing, if not right. That's me all over, Mabel. I had dinner in town with Max Glucose's mother. He's a fellow in our tent. She's a nice enough old lady, but she ain't military, Mabel. 
We was walking down the street before dinner and salutin' officers so fast it looked like we was scratchin' our foreheads. And every time we saluted, she bowed. I didn't say nothin', cause after all, she was payin' for the dinner. Later on, though, she says, I think it's fine you boys has made so many friends among the officers cause I think they're such nice men. Can you beat it, Mabel? And when she went home, she sent Max an officer sack cord cause she said she didn't think it would fade as quick as that old blue thing he was wearin'. I like to forgot to thank you for the Christmas presents you and your mother sent me. I'm glad you minded what I said about not wanting nothin', although I'd set you two presents what was more than I could afford, $4.87. As I said to Joe Loomis, who was in the tent when your presents came, it ain't what the thing cost or whether you could ever use it for anything. It's the thought. Sentiment before pleasure. That's me all over, Mabel. Thanks for the red sweater, Mabel. We ain't allowed to use them. But you don't want to feel bad about that, because I got lots of others and didn't need it anyway. And tell your mother thanks for the preserves and cake. I think that's what they was. They must have packed them between a steamroller and a donkey engine from the looks. Joe Loomis picked out most of the glass and tried some. He'd eat anything, that fellow, Mabel. He said it must have been pretty good when it started. Tell that to your mother. I know it will please her. I got so many presents from other girls and the like that it's kind of hard to remember if you sent me anything else. If you did, just tell me in your next letter and I'll thank you when I write again. I hope my presents arrived all right. I guess you'll like them. You ought to at the price. As I says to the girl what sold them when she says she didn't have nothing cheaper. Nothing's too good for where they're going. Isn't that typical of me, Mabel? Well, Mabel, perhaps next year I'll send you a Dutch helmet, maybe. It ain't no use wishing you a happy new year, cause I know how it'll be with me away and your father what he is. Yours regardless, Bill. End of section three.